Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Along with Amanda Hayes from AKH Financial. And then there's Robin Hood. Going to pay millions to settle an inquiry? What's going on? Oh, the FINRA. Yeah, they got slapped with a $70 million lawsuit from FINRA. I don't know what that one was. They got they just paid a $65 million fine from the SEC because of like their they misled kind of this, manip- yeah. yeah, FINRA says the brokerage misled clients, allowed risky strategies and didn't supervise technology. Yeah, I believe that. Have you seen that app? No. <laughs> it's a I I mean, I had to go on it myself just so that I could kind of understand what people were saying about it. I always like to kind of do some hands-on research and I, I can see how people just get really roped into not realizing what they're doing on it because yeah. you can put money in, deposit it, and then boom, you got the whole entire amount margined. And it's like you're just pushing buttons and it just flows you right into these things without really, you know, kind of uh, battling or navigating, I, I should say, uh, proper disclosures. Mm-hmm. And so I, I find... I. I found that it was probably really easy for somebody to get into a bad way in those accounts and not really know what they're purchasing or when they're purchasing it. And I think they've fixed a lot of those things, but they just filed for IPO today and obviously they have to disclose. So they've got $80 billion in accounts and and assets and accounts right now. So they've got over 18 million users and all that growth has been in the past two years. Wow. Unbelievable. I know we talked about banks last week, and you mentioned they were going through stress tests. Do we know what yeah. the results are? Yeah, right when we finished the show last week. Oh, I mean, they're great. Banks <laughs> banks got so much cash right now that it's just they're increasing their buybacks. They're increasing their dividends. I mean, Morgan Stanley just announced that they were going to double their dividend, and they announced a $12 billion share buyback plan. And you know, even though financials are not as affordable as they were, say, six or eight months ago, but they're still priced below their norms below their highs and banks are just making so much money in so many ways and i mean they're they've been a really good play especially if you invested in them right you know at the as the pandemic hit you you could have doubled or tripled your money in in a lot of those today are, are investors calming down or do you see some panic out there so, I mean, I guess that depends on who you're talking to because <laughs> really? everybody is different in how they react and how they handle their emotions. I always say emotions are a very powerful thing. And when it comes to investing, um, I always prescribe putting aside the emotional fears and relying on the fundamental analysis. And in the data, we continue to see that it supports the projection of moderate economic growth. So I, I'd say the bigger sentiment is just investors being skeptical of this market to keep going up because they've made so much money in very short amounts of time, um, specifically just in the past you know, six months, the market's been up huge. Specific stocks have doubled very quickly. So it's been a very, uh, it's been a very interesting market. Summer's here now and 
July, historically speaking, is very good for markets. We'll get earnings and GDP is going to come out at the end of July. And so you might see a change in sentiment for the better as people kind of see those numbers. And if we get supply and demand kind of those imbalances to, you know, even out a little bit or work themselves out over the next two quarters, that could calm investors a bit. But the the bigger concern is just all of this liquidity and what are they going to do about it? Well, in the movie Wall Street, Michael Douglas said, don't get emotional about stock. He said a lot of things. Yeah, (laughs) in the movie. But no, I'm kind of curious about if the economy is clipping along well, um, and I'm, I'm... I'm more of a conservative guy, and I I like the policies of yeah. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> they can't see her face, um, but no, I was stone I, cold stare. Yeah, right in the eyes. I, I, <laughs> I thought the Trump policies were good because they were deregulating, and I, is the economy doing well still as a carryover from what he put in motion, or is it all this cash that Biden put in that's made the economy clip along? Who do you give credit to what, if not? I know what path you're trying to take me down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't attribute it to any particular candidate. Um, I would say that the Fed and central banks have had a huge influence in how the economy has developed. Their over, monetary policy. Yes. And so um, those things tend to get swayed more by, you know, going through Congress and trying to have both sides, you know, have some development of it. But... These things have developed and plans have been put in place and, you know, you just can't make everybody happy. So you got to kind of pick and choose what things you're going to focus on. And each, you know, president picks those things that they focus on and then other things evolve along the way. So where the economy is now is that, you know, the Fed doesn't have a lot of options with what they've created at this point. You know, are they going to just tax everybody like crazy? I mean, are they going to peacefully let it reset? which is probably going to be very painful uh, or they are they going to stop i mean what what exactly are they going to do and you just you just don't know but and again i may be wrong on this if the economy is it heats up too much they will need to raise interest rates to cool it a little right well they can't do that they can't <laughs> they can't do that right now like we talked about earlier the carrying cost so when we have this enormous amount of debt that's going on and that we're carrying even though they put a, a debt clock in Times Square however many years ago and yeah. it just keeps clicking up 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 okay. it's really that carrying cost and if they keep rates low they could perpetuate this for quite some time and uh, they can really only you know manage a, a couple of things and and they're running into that problem right now is that prices are going up but unemployment is still high so they are they're telling everyone that they want to get unemployment down and then they'll raise rates but then they keep adjusting the levels so inflation was supposed to hit two percent and then they were going to raise rates then they changed it to inflation's going to hit three and a half percent then they'll raise rates so they just kind of keep maneuvering the levers as they go and it's not usually something that everybody keys in on okay unless they're really in this and well, if the job numbers that come out tomorrow are good, do we need to ask, are these new jobs created or are people who just went back to work, the jobs were there already? Does Do you care? I mean, of course, the jobs number is probably going to be better than it was last month because, yeah, they've, they've stripped away those unemployment benefits. 
And this is what they've been saying all along is that, is that what was holding people back from going to work? Was it truly these unemployment benefits? Yeah, I think so. Or is Can it you? because, who knows, you know? Is it because they went and did different jobs? Have they created new industries that people want to go work at? They don't Wait want to do those low-paying jobs you don't anymore? Really, you don't really believe that they went somewhere else, do you? Well, I think a lot of new jobs have been created. Okay. You know, you always have opportunity that comes out of chaos. You always have... Um, innovation that comes from necessity true, true. so you're never going to know until these numbers start to come out where okay. you kind of see where people are placed so i'm open-minded to it okay i'm open-minded i just think people sat home because in the service industry electricians total uh air conditioning people all these people they're crying for help and if the people are there they're just sitting home collecting i have you ever been on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> no. There's a lot of users on there that are making a lot of money. Okay. There probably used to be waitresses or waiters or bartenders. And I mean, it, there's a, a lot of different industries that have been created from social media, from technology. And it's it's unbelievable the kind of money that people make on YouTube and Facebook and influencers. And I got a client making hundreds of thousands of dollars being an influencer. It's In the wrong business. Unbelievable. I need you to broaden my reach. <laughs> uh, you're starting to do client events again, you told me. When is going to be your first event? Uh, yeah, the, the first one we're going to do is in August. Um, we haven't done an event in like a year and a half. Um, obviously with, with COVID social distancing. And so I, I wanted to do one that was, you know, a, a good topic that a lot of people are asking. So this one is going to be how to navigate the markets and generate income in a low yield economy, mm. which is pretty what, much what everyone's asking. How do I make money? How do I protect money? How do I get income? How do I make it last? And those are two topics that are important. So this one we're doing is on... Um, I don't even have it. I don't even know what it is. I think it's like Thursday, August nineteenth. Call you my will. office. Yeah. Call my office if you want to go to it. We're only we're only the having people, thirty people, so yeah. So people can sign up. Yes, they can call the office three eight six eight four six zero six five eight. Ask for Kathy. She's amazing, by the way. If any of my listeners know Kathy, she's been with me for almost fourteen years, and she runs my I think office. She's on your website. She is too. on my website. So is it a nighttime or daytime event? It's a lunch, a lunch event. Oh. I'm going to have it at Stonewoods over on LPGA and nice. going to see how many people are, are interested in getting out and about again. So, okay. But it's hard for me to, I can't talk too specific on the show. Obviously I've got a lot of handcuffs on me with compliance. So no kidding. <laughs> if you come, uh, if you come to the event, obviously we can talk about things much more specific and, you know, less uh, blanket terms, I should say. Do you find, it may be early, but I hear a lot more people worried about protecting their assets than even growing assets right now. They're worried that money that they've had in certain places could be eroded suddenly. Do you find that with clients? Oh, yeah. The, I think I've talked about it a couple shows ago that we've been protecting profits because it's not always about what you make. It's about what you keep. And yeah. if you have everyone's running this race, everyone's running this marathon in their life for their retirement, whatever their financial goals are or needs are. And if you've won that race, then why take any more risk? You know, if you can set things aside and strategize your plan to give you some peace of mind, peace of mind planning, right. then that's not a that's not a bad thing. Okay. <laughs> Um, this is a very broad question. How much money do you need nowadays to retire on the average? Somebody told me a while ago, a while ago, it was like a million dollars. 
You know, it's a that's an unanswerable question. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Why did I ask? Yeah, it, it I mean, depends it, on when. It depends and, on yeah, a lot of variables. You know, like the your your personal circumstances, accounting methods, lifestyle. You know, Charles Schwab does this uh, wealth survey every year, and they ask people what level of personal net worth would constitute wealth. And so um, they did it this year. They also asked what level would result in financial happiness and like what would make you comfortable. And this year's responses on all of those questions were significantly lower than the numbers they had from the previous year. So I'm assuming because of the pandemic, maybe, you know, people's values are different. So the average net worth that people considered to be wealthy was a was one point nine million. And mm. the year prior, it was like two point six million. So what you need is going to be based on how you want to retire you know how do you want to yeah. live what are the monies that you need today and in the future and then are you going to be one of the people that can make it past age 70 and not have a cognitive issue a heart issue a, you know those five different issues that we talked about that tend to kind of wipe people out and what a shame to save so much for your retirement and then fall into a long-term care need and you wipe out all your savings because you don't you haven't insured against that risk all right, now I'm going to turn the tables on you. You've been doing this for a long time. 16 years. Yeah. When do you want to retire? Never. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those people that work is a, a hobby for me. So similar to how somebody would go play golf or, you know, they might play yeah, tennis. You, or you enjoy the work. I enjoy I it. I love the challenge. I love helping people. I love working with people. And it is, it's just, it feeds the need that I, you know, I, I have in my life of what I like to do. And I've kind of fallen into this career. It wasn't always something I intended to do, but I think a lot of passions kind of people fall into them to a certain extent. And I've been very blessed in my career and I've met a lot of wonderful people. I've, I've spoke at a lot of funerals too. And yeah. it's uh, been some amazing experiences, both good and both bad. And I'm, I'm able to help people along those ways with the things that I've experienced and, and pass those, that information along. People who have known you for a long time say that you have had a mediocric, uh, whatever the word is, a stratospheric climb in your career in just the last few years. Is that fair to say? Um, I mean, I, I guess so. I just you keep pushing. very hard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any other speed but go. I mean, my, okay. my dad kind of taught me from a real young age to go, go, go. So it's, it's just the only speed I kind of know. And what did your dad do? Out. What did he do? Um, he was uh, in a, a little bit into finance himself. He's in the travel industry now and okay. he's pretty successful at it. So Okay. So you've, you've had financial stuff all through your life. Oh, yeah. My, your, every experience in your life is uh, something that you can take note from. And I, I always say that, you know, no one's useless. They can always serve as a bad example. In, uh, to quote another movie in the movie Talk Radio, the money guy who hands off to the star of the movie says at the conclusion of his show, it's not how much you make, it's how much you take home. That's what he used to say. A very wise woman just said that about 10 minutes ago, too. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Amanda, thanks. Good seeing you. Nice to see you, too. See you next week. Yeah. Amanda is the president of AKH Financial, and her phone number, she's at Pelican Bay uh, Drive in Daytona Beach, 386-846-0658. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.